on tonight's show. We have skydiver instructor and yoga teacher, Alethea Austin. And now for your host, Cool Card. Welcome everybody back to the Kicking It With Cool Card show. This is episode 93. Thank you for tuning in. Anybody who is in tuning in for the first time, I welcome you and invite you to subscribe so I can continue bringing you these great gems and the value that my guests bring onto this show. All for you. I do this for you. Can't do it without you. I do it for you guys. All right. Another episode every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are here. We are doing it. I bring on entrepreneurs. I bring on career path, career minded people who have have just done leaps and bounds in their career, great breakthroughs, great successes, and they've had some failures, all of that good stuff. And there's nuggets in all of that. So you can bring yourself here every Tuesday and grab some nuggets, <laughs> put it in your tool belt and go on about your business. And hopefully you can be great in your career path as well. All right. Tonight, I have a skydiver instructor. I have a yoga teacher. She goes by the name of Alethea Austin. She is from Amsterdam, Netherlands, but she's living here in the States now and she's doing magnificent things. And I wanted, I wanted to bring her on here and just introduce you to her and introduce her to my audience so she can drop some nuggets and just tell you all about skydiving because there's some misconceptions about skydiving. I know I won't go skydiving, but maybe after this interview, I will. Maybe she can talk some sense to me. She can talk me off the edge of the plane. How about that? But <laughs> let, me, let me bring her in with a nice introduction, the cool way like how I like to do it, and we'll get to know Alethea. Let's go, guys. Hello, Alethea. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Hi, Cool Card. <laughs> Hello, Cool Card audience. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes. It's a blessing. You're blessing you. Bless us with your presence, man. Listen, this is the first time I've ever had a skydiver on the show. So it's going to be fun. And I'm going to learn a lot myself. Because like I was telling you, I have never jumped I don't have a fear of heights. I, I'm a thrill type of guy, but the skydiving thing? Uh, I need you to talk me off that ledge. I need you yeah. to tell me why I should do it. I need you to give me just all the benefits to my life that skydiving would bring. <laughs> wow, this is one of my favorite topics, so I will happily go through that door with you. Listen, I'll first off start by saying it's it's definitely not for everybody, right? The the idea of okay, we're gonna ride the plane up to fifteen thousand feet and then we're gonna exit Ooh. out of the, the door, we're gonna jump out of the door yeah. seems totally wild and I fully get that. Yeah. 
you know, if you if you do take that leap, what you learn is how to push past fear, which is okay. something we don't do so much on the ground, right? We right. get a little bit nervous, we're scared, and we figure out an exit strategy. So up there in this moment, I have all those fears as well, but I learn how to manage them and push past them. So that's uh, a big lesson that you get from that. Okay. Um, for me, skydiving is this beautiful chance to take inventory of my life. Am okay. I doing okay? <laughs> Am I a good person? Does everybody know that I love them? Right. Because if I jump out of this plane, God forbid I have an accident, right. I'm good. I'm sorted. So okay. it's a chance to really understand like my earthbound work, am I doing all right, am I growing, so that I can exit that plane really feeling uh, a sense of peace and being okay with my life, which is amazing. Yeah. How many times do we actually get to do that inventory? I was right? going to say that a lot of people probably need to go skydiving then to get, <laughs> to get their life right. <laughs> You know, to get some things in order. Like, they're, they're overlooking the little things, the small things that mean a lot, you know? Exactly. So, Absolutely. Amen. Oh, amen to oh, that. Yes. And, 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 and with that said, you're saying amen. I like to start my show off with a prayer before we go into the interview. So, are you okay with that? Absolutely. Bring okay. it on. All right. Cool. All right. Gotta give him his praise real quick. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this time and this place and this moment to come together, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, as individuals, have an intellectual conversation, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for waking us up this morning. We just thank you for all the pleasures and all the setbacks as well that we learn from, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. We just give you all the victory, all the glory, all the love, all the praise. And we just thank you, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 <laughs> so... Oh my God! Like I never even looked at it like that, though. That's a that's a great perspective to basically do a life check. Oh, beautiful! Like that Absolutely. that would honestly that kind of pushes me to want to do it. Absolutely. Just Literally that little hard. tidbit. I think that we 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 suffer a little bit from comforts down on the earth, right? Yes. Like everything is so available, we don't have to push, we don't have to be right. uncomfortable. Um, you know, we don't have to exercise if we don't want to. We don't have to do these scary things out in the world. Yes. But we kind of learn about who we are in the face of fear, right? Yes. We learn, do we, do, we, do we go into it? Do we lean into it? And who are we in those moments? Absolutely. Um, or do we shy away from it? And on the other side of fear is usually this big growth, this big opportunity. Yes. So skydiving to me is very much that opportunity to be able to have these moments in the plane where it's like, oh, I am definitely dying today. <laughs> that I'm thinking that it's a sign from God oh my God oh my God okay oh I'm gonna have an accident and I go through this stuff I allow myself you know maybe 2,000 feet to think all the thoughts yeah and then I stop and I center and then I get out of that door and I whoo you know pray <laughs> to God and I'm all good and then I land happily and I go do it again and oh that is such a valuable lesson goodness I'm telling you this that little tidbit right there is really pushing me to do it because I'm all about pushing myself forward and moving myself forward and just closer to, you know, my spirituality and just kind of getting mm -hmm. life in check, especially as, as I get older, you know, when you're a younger yeah. man, you, you kind of just look over a lot of things that you should be paying attention to. And, you know, kind of, when you get older, you kind of look back on it as like, man, I wish I would have been more concerned about this, more concerned about that, you know, no regrets, but it's like, if I'd have been a little bit more, you know, adamant to doing this or looking at that or paying attention, then, you know, I could be on a different path or whatever. But yes. So I want to know, what is the biggest misconception about skydiving? Oh, I'm so happy that you asked that because I have a lot of people when they figure out or they find out what my profession is, right? They think, 
ooh, girl, you are living on the edge. You are like, um, you know, woo, this is crazy, like a, a, a adrenaline junkie. Yeah. And I am so not. I am like, um, I am, uh, you know, I create this safe space. I live on the safe, safe side. Okay. I'm super peaceful and calm. Um, and I'm not seeking this kind of on the edge of, of life type situation, right? I'm, I'm, I'm living big, living super large experiences, of course, Yeah. but I'm not doing it recklessly. So okay. I think the misconception is that it draws in these real crazy people that just have no real respect maybe for the safety of life. Okay. What it is, is especially when you get to the levels of professional skydivers, um, which I am, and that's the world that I'm involved in, are athletes, Skullcard. We are training hours upon hours upon hours, spending thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars to get our bodies right. Wow. To be fit, to eat super healthy, okay. to meditate, to think, to be kind of like big in our spirit, to... Um, to perform, you know, we have 60 seconds to perform these wildly intricate, difficult maneuvers in the sky. Right. And that doesn't just happen accidentally. That's from so much body awareness and strength and stamina. Um, so the, 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 the thrill seekers are kind of those one-off skydivers. Woo, let's go crazy and go do one, one tandem skydive. Wow. And as you get further into the sport and higher up, it's full of athletes. And athletic minds and athletic bodies, and it's uh, it's a beautiful expression. Um, you know, we're up there and we're flying. You know, we're not just falling to the earth. We've been able to figure out how to manipulate the wind to move all right. the sky, covering a couple miles of distance on the ground by pushing against the wind and coming up into our heads and down into our heads and flying, you know, horizontally. And within that oh is this God. expression of ourselves. It's beautiful. I have never, ever looked at it as a sport, as an athlete. Like, you're blowing my mind right now. You're opening my mind up to so much. Like, wow. Why don't they put it in the Olympics? Because you could get up there and do all types of little oh, yeah. formations. Oh, yeah. and. There's a, big, um, there's a big movement for it now. So there's world championships in it. Oh, really? That, can, um, that are inside of the indoor, we call them wind tunnels. Okay. That's what training centers oh, are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, um, there's world championships for that um, all over the world, and, and it's just the most people that have flown hundreds of thousands of hours in those wind tunnels. And what wow. they can do is uh, just, I'll send you some videos after we can <laughs> give it to your readers as well. It's okay. just absolutely incredible. So it'll be there. It'll be there soon for sure. Oh my God. So what type of education could, like a quick little educational tip to someone like myself or beginners or someone who's scared to do it? Like what's the biggest, what, what's, what's one little educational tip you can give them to kind of encourage them to get up yeah. there and do it outside of, you know, basically checking off your life and figuring things out for yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say, you know, like, um, close your eyes and just you know, figure out if maybe it is something that you want to do or if any of this stuff I've already said resonates, that fear, that uh -huh. uh, inventory, that expression of yourself. And if it's something that sort of resonates for you, then um, then um, really sink into the faith okay. that you are having your life and whatever faith means to you, your spirit, your God, or just yourself, right? Have some faith in this process and, um, and find a drop zone and just... Feel all the feelings of whoa, panic and, and fear, 
and uh, and and trust trust in trust in the process and trust uh, that on the other side of this is just a a life changing experience. If you've oh done God. done one tandem skydive, your life is different from that point on. It I, truly I, is. I think you're winning me over right now. I think <laughs> I think it's gonna happen. I do. Oh. I really do. Hey, you know, I always wondered, though, because you said something earlier. You said you got 60 seconds to do whatever you got to do up there. So it, it that's what it is. You're going 15,000 15, feet, right? Yeah. Right? So you got 60 seconds before you need to pull that chute. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because what's the what's the highest velocity that you can go up there? Like, because I know when you like nose dive and you're like this and yeah. like, how fast is that? It's like 300 miles per hour for the speed <laughs> skydivers. Oh I'm my doing god! Like two, around 220 miles per hour with a, um, a, I was balled together with someone. and We were basically like a speed cannonball. Of course, that's not real flying, but it just that was in my goofy younger days. In right. The sport. Um, but we're going very, very fast for sure, and um, and the stakes are really high, right? When, yes. The, the way that I coach, so I'm coaching that level of skydiver. I don't okay. take new people or first timers. I take the the athletes in the sport. Okay. Um, the ones searching for that athletic level, and uh, and we have formations, right? There's maybe six people in my group, and I'm building a dynamic flow for us in the sky. And each person has a role and we have to stay, you know, we're looking to be this close to each other yeah. as we move through all of these uh, these uh, patterns. And so in that is like 60 seconds to perform. And that oh is my goodness. such a small amount of time. Yes. Allowed to suddenly have body control over this incredible force of wind. Um, oh so goodness. it's really such a high level. I mean, the, the flip of your hands as you're flying creates a whole different feeling that you have to work through. Your chin, head back, head, it's like these my, tiny minor body movements change the way that you're flying. So you have to have them locked in to be able to fly. And there's six other people next to you, so you can't be wobbly. So it's pretty, it's pretty beautiful, beautiful and super intense. So is there a chance that you can like tumble out of control in the air is there oh, yeah. yeah oh oh absolutely the level that i'm i'm coaching you know it's sort of like all right be with me <laughs> keep us safe i exit that plane and everybody's trying to kill me Woo! all right all oh right. my going? god for me because the speeds that we're going and the um the the, the dynamic ways that we're flying you know, everybody's a, a missile if right. they sort of mess up, right? Oh, so wow. it's, it's it's high risk what we're doing for sure. Um, but the way that I approach as a coach is just to bring everything back, simplify the lines that we fly a little bit, keep it super safe, and push within a simpler line. Okay. A, because my life is so beautiful, cool card, and I want to live it. <laughs> And B, because I'm really mostly like a fundamentals coach. I like okay. us to perfect the fundamentals of yeah. flying. That's, that's where the safety comes involved. Exactly. The fundamentals. So you're telling me, so if you got somebody who's up there just floating like this, and then you got somebody coming like this, they can actually clip them and injure them or even kill them at those speeds. Oh, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that happens. Yes, that's a, that's the unfortunate that... risk of this, what we're doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. You, you took yeah. me back two steps. You're taking me back. To... <laughs> you're gonna have to put in a lot of years before you get to this level. So where you're at is actually the safest skydive possible. Okay, you that's jump back 
you have an instructor who has thousands and thousands of jumps. Okay. He attaches you to the best gear in the world. Okay. You jump out and you're like, oh my gosh, what are we, this is amazing. And then you land this parachute that's the size of my house. It's so big. Oh my God. Okay. It's just, doot. Just a little touchdown. So so when you become an athlete of the sport, you got smaller, kind of like aerodynamic. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. The higher up you get in this sport with your experience, of course, um, the more you're pushing the edges and not in that, oh, my gosh, I have this like crazy, uh, you know, um, uh, sense of uh, uh, adrenaline. Not yeah. at all. It's just that the more you become able to fly your body, the more you can do and the canopies, you know, they become the second part of the skydive. So you've wow. done all the beautiful things in free fall. Now you pull your canopy and now there's this wing that you're flying that is oh. so super beautiful as well. So of course, as you get more experience than that, then, then that whole journey under your canopy becomes even more exciting and there's more that you can do. And then there's more risk involved, of course. So is that why you kind of do the formation so that you, you stay out of each other's way and you have the space to, so when you open up, you can just glide and... Well, we, we build the formations because like, how cool is it that, you know, I get to go up with my friends okay. and everybody else on the earth is doing whatever's going on in their lives. <laughs> and we're just jumping out of airplanes all day, flying around together. How special is that? that so is... we do it together because it's incredible. For one, you have a reference of how you're flying. For two, like last week in Texas, I was coaching an event, okay. and the clouds in Texas are like buildings. They're so high. Oh my and god! And at one point, I look out, and it's like, well, I can't do those dynamic lines because the clouds are everywhere, and there's a little hole over there. Okay, follow me, guys. What is and that? Do is we fly around the cloud. Oh my god! So, what does dynamic line mean? Meaning? Sort of like. So let's imagine that belly to earth, old school way that you would do if you were tandem flying. Okay. We figured out how to kind of move across the sky this way. Oh, when you're saying you could you could cover so many miles. Down, up, we can come up, we can make, you know, layouts, and then we can come back over and push and then move backwards, angle flying oh and back up. Yeah, it's not just straight down anymore. We're, we're manipulating the wind to make big, massive, dynamic lines all over the sky. Wow. Yeah. How how big are most jump zones? How many miles are the jump zones? Um, it's not it's not very far. Just uh, maybe like two to three. It depends on the weather, but it, that space from start to finish, from first drop to last drop, is maybe like you know a mile, a mile and a half, something okay. around there. Um, so not not very far at all. Uh, and we there's a there's a real skill to like. Knowing who gets out of the airplane first, okay. depending on what kind of a group it is, and then what the winds are doing um, at the top. So at 15 grand, 10 grand, 8 grand, 6 grand, 3 grand, and kind okay. of understanding your body and how far you fall and how fast and, and all of these. So there's a lot that goes into it in order to create a safe skydive for sure. Okay. Two things. Yeah. So when I asked you about tumbling, so if you get out there and you get out of control, if you pull the chute, I mean, the chute's still going to do what it does and stop you, oh. right? Or could you get hurt when the when the chute jerks you if you're out of control? You could, yeah. You want to be stable when you, when you pull your parachute, for sure. Um, otherwise, you have kind of a hard opening, which is just not very fun. Okay. But, you know, at the level that we're at right now, 
um, you kind of maybe you have a funny exit in the door, you bump somebody, you just go into a spin real quick, you come out of it right away because you have so much body control. So okay. it's a little bit, it's more like maybe people are overshooting, you know, like right. I'm here and they're up here and they're trying to get to me and they overshoot it a little bit or somebody burbles, somebody else, they take their wind and then they kind of crumble a little bit. Um, but you, at the level that we're flying, you can definitely get yourself out of a, a little bit of a tumble, as you call it. Okay. I I got I got to still ask these questions for the amateurs or the people like myself who are like reluctant. Yeah. Um, so when you're jumping with an instructor and they're strapped to your back, so you have a shoot and they have a shoot, and if no, they have a shoot, they have a shoot. Now, what's the probability of the shoot not opening? And then if it doesn't open, yeah. what happens? That's what okay. people want to know. <laughs> Cool card, I have like 4,000 something skydives, right? Uh-huh. Which um, maybe sounds like a lot, but it's still a little bit. I've got a friend who has 23,000 skydives. So the journey 23, is long. 23,000? Yes. Yeah. How absolutely. many years? I tell you, there's there's athletes here. Huh? We're doing a thing. Oh my so God. So in my 4,000 or so skydives, I've had two reserve rides. That means two times out of like 4,000 something my main parachute didn't work. Okay. Both of those times it was my packing. So I packed it maybe too fast or it was whatever. Okay. So those were my errors. It wasn't the, the, the actual uh, gear. Um, so I, I pulled my parachute and was like, well, this does not look normal. All right. Oh, and then man. I pulled my reserve. And before I could fully extend my arm to open up my second parachute, my first one was gone and my second one was open. It's so quick, so beautiful, so uh, that canopy, it wants to open. Okay. It's just, once you pull it, it's just ready to, to open up and fly. So the safety, so so the quote-unquote safety net is the bigger canopy? The, well, that's like the second canopy, right? Yes. So for sure, that is that is like, well, there's something wrong with the first one. Second one comes out, great. Um, okay. And it's pretty rare that the gear didn't work. It's okay. typically some error in the skydiver, right? Okay. And it's very, very, very rare. Um, all these numbers are on the USPA website okay. or whatever country. They have a, a data from every year's uh, um, fatalities or incidents. So you can pull all that information up. Okay. The incidents are so, so small. But the incidents are usually, I've done something wrong. I got out of control or I did something right. The the gear errors are so small. I mean, it's just it's been around for a while, so the, it's so modern. Like, right. you know, if there's an accident, the board members of the brands of the parachutes or the activation devices or the the rigs, they go to the boardroom and they say, okay, let's study this incident in depth and see, walk it through hundreds of times and figure out if there's anything that can be improved to maybe help this situation in the future. Okay. So we're we're pretty well taken care of. When I put on my UPT gear, I am like, I am ready. <laughs> I have all of the gear in the world, everything, my LB, you know, altimeter and my dinners and my Tom Fly helmets, like I'm safe, I'm protected. If anything messes up, that is my fault. So let me ask you this. And we're gonna get off of this because I don't want to talk about, you know, 
tragedies or anything like that. But I got to know, and I, I know people want to know, because that's like their biggest fear. Like, you jump, what if the parachute doesn't open, this and that, and the third. Has there ever been a situation where maybe the parachute came out, it was tangled, and you start spiraling? Spiraling? Has there it, has there ever been a situation where somebody survived that? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Shoot. Oh, yeah. Oh, if you have even a partial part of that canopy above your head, it slows your uh, your fall rate immensely. Okay. So gotcha. I personally have seen um, a partially inflated um, uh, 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 reserve parachutes okay. with people um, incredibly, uh, 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 you know, conscious after and uh, and and okay and and still here with us. So yeah. Oh definitely. wow. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's not cool, but that's that's cool to know. That oh, yeah, yeah, there's a chance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Listen, we're, we don't all have. Um, we're not trying to shorten our life, right? We're trying to expand <laughs> the experience. Yeah. So we mitigate um, risk very well, and we we see it, we get it away, and we play it super super safe in the sport because we figured out. Oh my gosh, we have access to an entirely different level of living. This is this is a absolute freedom. There's a lot going on in the world. Yeah. I can go up there and just fly and feel free and you know, it's graceful. It's it feels beautiful. And all of the worries down there that I have in my life are completely gone. There's nothing else that exists in that moment than what's happening. You what? can't there you what can, else? you can tell yourself on the airplane, you know what, I am going to think about my dinner tonight. And I'm, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. You get in the door of that airplane and you're just like, I'm jumping, okay, I've got to do this, I've got to, it's impossible. So you get oh this my God. meditation and like complete space in your mind, it's beautiful. What has been the scariest moment for yourself? And then also, what has been the absolute best drop zone that you've ever jumped in as far as scenery is concerned? Oh my gosh. Okay. The scariest moment for me, um, I process things so well, so I don't hold on to feelings <laughs> like that. Okay. Um, but I guess the, the, the first one that jumps out was, um, was uh, uh, a pilot dropped me accidentally above um, a mountain <laughs> as opposed to where I should have been jumping. It was at a, oh my uh, we God. call these things like demo in hops. So you, you jump not into a drop zone, but somewhere special. Yeah. And I let made an error. And uh, luckily myself and my students, we all ended up safe. Um, okay. But that was a terrifying moment under canopy, just seeing, you know, mountain below me and woo, okay. Oh my <laughs> God. Um, so that was pretty, pretty scary. Um, and the most beautiful drop zone for scenery, I would, I would say there's, I know we asked for one answer, but there's two no, equally beautiful, give it there's to so me. many beautiful places, but, um, um, I would say Botswana above the, the salt plains in Africa. Oh, so wow. beautiful because they're colored. There's splotches of purple and pink and blue and it, and you know, and then you land and there's like a white rhino and you're just kind of, oh you know, my okay, God. Well, you know, jumping out of a DC three. Well, this is okay. <laughs> this is very interesting. Um, and uh, Slovenia, there's a place called Bovitz. Okay. And it's um, oh, like earth and valleys and canyons and waterfalls and Socha River and it's really beautiful. 
Oh, Side my. note, I'll skydive above the pyramids in Egypt in a couple months. Oh, so maybe my. after that, my answer will be a little bit different. Please send video. Please. DM me something. Email yes. me. I need to see that. Awesome. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah. beautiful. I'm going to have to do it. I really am. <laughs> On one of my birthdays, I'm going to have to do it. Oh, that's beautiful. Cool card. You'll love it. You'll yeah, love it. Oh, I am. I'm going to have to do it. Hey, tell us about LSD camps. You are the creator. Yeah. Right? And you tra- yeah. and you, you do traveling, right? I know you said you just came from Texas. So tell us all yeah. about that experience in your you know, LSD camps. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so I started these camps about five or six years ago. Um, because there's world records, of course, in skydiving, okay. and there's a women's world record. The last one was 67 women from around the world got together and they built a specific formation. Mm-hmm. And I saw some of the girls after that, and I thought, I want to be with a bunch of sisters in the sky and hold their hands too. Right. So I I had to start training to learn how to head down skydive, which is just as it sounds. Your head is facing down and you're building a formation. Okay. But I didn't know how to do it so much and I didn't have a lot of people to train with. And this next world record next year, by the way, is 102 women. Oh, wow. And you're gonna so be a part of that? Uh-huh, I'm a regional captain. Oh, wow. That is cool. So I started the LSD camps to be able to have people fly to me okay. um, that I could train with in, in big way skydiving. So LSD is a little bit cheeky, but it's an acronym for skydiving. It means level, so that we're all on the same level. Okay. Slot, it's where you should be specifically. And dock, which means taking that hand. So level, slot, dock, which is what you need for big way skydiving. You know what? So those I'm sorry to uh, cut you off, but the first thing I thought about when I saw LSD, I was like, maybe this is telling you that's the type of trip you're going to be on <laughs> <laughs> when you get up there and jump like an LSD trip, because it might take some LSD for me to do it. <laughs> oh, that's cute, man. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. But go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's a cheeky name for sure. People love it. Um, and so they're now like five or six years. They they're every two months or so sold out. I've 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 hosted them in Mexico, in uh, Spain, um, and now here in the U.S. Okay. Um, and uh, they're just beautiful. It's a, usually two planes. I have one coming up in a couple of weeks. And so there's two planes flying in formation together, and oh, wow. we build a specific formation. Um, and it's helped me, of course become a regional captain for the world's record which is one of my greatest uh, pleasures for sure okay and uh, they're just fun and so now i've moved them into i have lsd head down camps and i have lsd angle flying which is the only real form of skydiving where we can move this direction okay gotcha and they're just great i love them i'm so honored and super blessed to be able to uh to have this path so how long how long have the camps been around when did you About start five or six years five or six years there. Okay. And the biggest question I have for you, which I didn't, I didn't lead off with, but when did you start skydiving? Like what, what led you to want to skydive and get into a sport? Yeah, I was living in Los Angeles at about 23 years old or so. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, uh, was like totally just overwhelmed by what an, um, interesting city it was so big i'm from a very very small town and so it was so overwhelming and i um i thought oh 
I should go skydiving. And so I went, I took myself and I loved it so much that I just got, I took the class. And then when I moved to Amsterdam, I, um, I didn't have, I was running marathons and I didn't want to run because it was so flat and rainy. And then mm -hmm. I rode motorcycles in LA and I didn't want to do it anymore. And um, I skydived in, in California and I, I, I really was like, I should, I should start skydiving again. So I started flying to Spain for a couple weeks at a time and I just full on charged. Like I went oh, full wow. power into the sport and it's just been a beautiful ride. The industry has really opened up to me and I've had a lot of unique, beautiful opportunities and, uh, yeah. And so I'm just going, I'm going cool cars. <laughs> hey, listen, you're about to be in the Guinness book of world records, right? Guinness book of world records in a minute. So you're doing something right. Yeah, you're blessed. doing something right. Oh my goodness! How, so, how long has this ride been for you? Like, how long have you been doing this total? It's been about twenty years. Oh wow! 18, 20 years, somewhere around there. Yeah. So, my question yeah. to you earlier was, um, you said you did about four thousand, right? Four thousand jumps. Yeah. So, the person yeah. that has twenty three. Yeah. How long have they been doing it? How long have they, they been jumping? They've probably been doing it the same amount of me, but they didn't take a long break that I okay. took. So gotcha. I got into it was casual. Just show up on the weekends. Okay. It wasn't until about five years ago that I just went full power. Just okay. like, oh my gosh, I'm going to fully submit. That person um, was doing tandem. So he would have been your instructor. Oh. He's doing that, so he's okay. every day on the drop zone, passenger, 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 passenger. Oh my passenger. God, he's like a he's like an amusement park ride. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, oh that's my true. God, that is crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay, here's a question for you. Yeah. If you weren't skydiving and you weren't doing yoga, we haven't talked about that yet. What would you be doing? Um, that's a really beautiful question. Um, that would be an answer for the the source and the, the higher powers, right? Because I, I think that uh, I think that um, something with communication and something with kind of like healing for sure. You okay. know, part of my natural gift is communication and also like shining a little light somewhere. Okay. So it would be something in that way. Um, which is interesting because with this platform of skydiving, with these types of things, these um, uh, I have access to a lot of people. There's only a couple of women in the world doing what I'm doing. So, you know, I, I happen to be moved all over the, around the world to do this. And so I have this platform that I share a lot of information about energy and health and um, mental strength and emotional strength and these things that have like changed my life okay. that are part of who I am. Um, I have this platform to share that through skydiving and then right. also through yoga. So I think if those two things were removed, this like uh, this universe would still figure <laughs> out a way for me to be able to share those things. Yeah. So so where's, where where does uh, yoga come involved? And when you know you're doing all this skydiving, is yoga kind of like a hobby right now, or is that something that you're instructing currently as well? Yeah. So I started. Uh, teaching yoga in Amsterdam okay. and um, it was after I was at a yoga class so many times that the owner of the studio just said, yo, Alethea, go get your teacher's license. You are a teacher. And oh, I thought, wow. oh, I guess so. All right. So I got my teacher license and I started teaching in a studio 
Then I moved to Spain and I um, taught three times a week for like five years for free for all the local people. Okay, that's cool. And that was really beautiful. Yeah, it was really beautiful. And um, now that I'm like full time coaching, I, 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 I'm, I'm never in one place very long. Okay. So I can't necessarily teach it, but I will say um, I, I preach it. So that's okay. part of my coaching is like understanding yoga is a really big part of that body awareness, right? Okay. Any, any of your readers who have, who have done yoga, they understand like, oh, I can, I can feel my shoulders, I can feel my toes. Right. And that's absolutely what you need up there. So, uh, so they, uh... they blend you really well. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, I'm learning a I lot today. A yoga retreat in India that was scheduled for last year. So this is a little bit back burner now. I had a sold out yoga retreat in India, and then oh, COVID man. locked down India. So one of my um, longer term goals is to uh, run these retreats that are physical yoga, the asanas, but also yeah. with with the food and the meditation and the just kind of understanding your 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 light. Um, oh, so once wow. everything settles a little bit more with the world and travel, then I'll get back on that path. But for now, it's a, you know my own home practice and, and trying to draw the lines for athletes with, with yoga. Well, I can say this. It's clear to me that you found your life's work. Mm, thank you, Kogar. It's clear <laughs> yeah. to me, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. You're doing amazing things. Listen, I really appreciate you coming on, sharing all that with us. And I'm sure that... Anybody who watches this who's never skydive, you will probably be the best piece of encouragement that they could that they could ever engulf and take. You know what I'm saying? Because you've changed my life. You changed my whole perspective on skydiving, telling me things that I never would have known. Even like looking up skydiving videos and stuff like that, I've never heard any of the stuff that you've told me. You know, so in depth and so so much detail. Like yeah, so. I think you know what I'm probably gonna do. I'm probably gonna go to that um, what is it, Sky Zone? So I think it's called Sky. It's like a like sky. A yeah, I think I'm do gonna it. do that first. Do it. Oh, you're gonna love it. Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm so excited. For you. <laughs> Tell me, show me a video. I wanna see. I will. I will. I will. I'll get somebody to film it and out. Yeah, I'm gonna try that because we have one out here. So I'm definitely gonna try that, and then I'm gonna work up that nerve to face that fear, get up there and jump out. I'm gonna Beautiful. do it. Happy. <laughs> thank you i appreciate it hey listen i really appreciate your time coming on here and just being so transparent it was cool laid back good conversation i love it i love it i love what you're doing so continue to be great and may god bless you and thank you for partaking in my prayer um i haven't had anybody to tell me they didn't want to do it yet so i really appreciate everybody that <laughs> that allows me to do it because you know i don't want to offend anybody and so I like to ask and all that. But yeah, it's been a beautiful, beautiful moment right now. So thank you. Thank you. My brother, blessings to you and your family. And uh, keep doing what you're doing and spread that light. Yes, thank yes. You. Enjoy it. Enjoy the time with your mother. Enjoy the time home. Get some me time. And then go out and be great and break that world record. <laughs> yes indeed hey everybody i want to thank you for tuning in once again to the kicking with a cool kicking it with cool car show this is episode 93 all right we're climbing up the charts we're about to hit 100 guys can't do it without you every tuesday 10 p.m eastern standard time you know where i'm at you never know who i might have so come on and check in with us we're here all right until next time peace and love thank you alethea austin for coming on so much love, so grateful. Thank you. And we're out, y'all. Till next time. Peace.